0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that judgment is coming on Moab because of her pride, and the hearts of her mighty men will fail. But in latter days, God will bring back her captives. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 48 on Simply the Bible. The
0: nation of Moab descended from Lot, the nephew of Abraham. They had often been at odds with Israel. Their main problem was that they exalted themselves against the Lord. I cannot think of a greater folly than to resist your creator and your judge. The Bible tells us that God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble we see in God's judgment of Moab, the high cost of pride. We continue in Jeremiah 48 verse 21. And judgment has come on the plain country, on Holon and Jazza and Mephaeth, on Dibon and Nebo and Beth Dibletheim, on Kirjathaim and Beth Gamal, and Beth Meon on Kiraoth and Basra, on all the cities of the land of Moab. Far and near, the horn of Moab is cut off, and his arm is broken, says the Lord. Eleven cities of Moab are listed here, showing the completeness of God's judgment. Both the horn and arm represent strength, but these would be broken in Moab. Make him drunk, because he exalted himself against the Lord. Moab shall wallow in his vomit, and he shall also be in derision. For was not Israel a derision to you? Was he found among thieves? For whenever you speak of him, you shake your head in scorn. Now Moab was known for its vineyards. And earlier the Lord compared Moab to wine that had not been poured out into another vessel. And therefore it had a sour taste and smell. But now Moab would be made drunk and would wallow in his vomit. This would come upon Moab because he had exalted himself against the Lord. Prophetically, the consequences of God's judgment are compared to drunkenness because of how they cause people to stagger and be sick. Moab had scorned and ridiculed Israel, though she was not a thief deserving of such treatment. Therefore, Moab now would be the object of scorn and ridicule. We must be careful not to look down or speak evil of others because the way we judge them will determine how we will be judged. You who dwell in Moab, leave the cities and dwell in the rock and be like the dove which makes her nest in the sides of the cave's mouth. The people of Moab would flee from their cities and would take refuge in the rock like a dove hiding her nest in the mouth of a cave. Likewise, when we are under spiritual attack, we should fly to the Lord like doves and find our refuge in him. He is our hiding place. He is our strong tower and a safe place in times of trouble. I know his wrath, says the Lord, but it is not right. His lies have made nothing right. Therefore, I will wail for Moab and I will cry out for all Moab. I will mourn for the men of Keresh, which was the ancient capital of Moab? O vine of Sibma, I will weep for you with the weeping of Jazer. Your plants have gone over the sea; they reach to the sea of Jazer. The plunderer has fallen on your summer fruit and your vintage. Joy and gladness are taken from the plentiful field and from the land of Moab. I have caused wine to fail from the wine presses. No one will tread with joyous shouting not joyous shouting. And so here God himself is wailing for Moab. He takes no pleasure in bringing judgment even upon the wicked, prideful ones. God takes no pleasure in that, but he would wail and mourn for them. He said that their plants have gone over the sea. Now, that is an indication that the fruit that they had produced would be taken away to other countries. Plunderers would come upon them and take away all of their produce. And their joy and gladness would be taken away. Now, what is the source of true joy and gladness? These are byproducts of a right relationship with God. David wrote in Psalm 1611, In your presence is fullness of joy joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I often think of that verse when I'm just spending quiet time with the Lord in the morning. There is joy in his presence. Now, Jesus said, These things I tell you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. But sin brings forth sadness and sorrow. Verse 34, From the cry of Heshbon to Elah and to Jahaz, They have uttered their voice from Zoar to Horonaim, like a three year old heifer, for the waters of Nimrim also shall be desolate. Moreover, says the Lord, I will cause to cease in Moab the one who offers sacrifices in the high places and burns incense to his gods. Therefore, my heart shall wail like flutes for Moab, and like flutes my heart shall wail for the men of Kerheres. Therefore, The riches they have acquired have perished. And so it says here that the one who offered sacrifices in the high places would cease. God would put an end to their idolatry. And their acquired riches would perish. Now, that is actually true of everybody. Because we can amass riches and possessions in this life, but we cannot take any of them with us. They will all go to somebody else and you won't have any control of it ultimately. But we can lay up treasures in heaven by our love for God and for others. So rather than amassing riches for ourselves, we ought to use our resources, our time and our talent to gather friends for ourselves and bring them into the kingdom. We cannot take our wealth with us, but we can send it on ahead of us. Verse 37. For every head shall be bald, and every beard clipped. On all the hands shall be cuts, and on the loins, sackcloth. A general lamentation on all the housetops of Moab and in its streets. For I have broken Moab like a vessel in which is no pleasure, says the Lord. They shall wail how she is broken down, how Moab has turned her back with shame. So Moab shall be a derision. And a dismay to all those about her. Now shaving the head, clipping the beard, and wearing sackcloth were all signs of mourning. The Moabites would all mourn because they had been shattered like a vessel. And now they would be a derision to all the nations around them. For thus says the Lord, behold, one shall fly like an eagle and spread his wings over Moab. Kiriath is taken and the strongholds are surprised. The mighty men's hearts in Moab on that day shall be like the heart of a woman in birth pangs and Moab shall be destroyed as a people because he exalted himself against the Lord. Now, this should be a warning to anybody that has pride that does not think that disaster can strike them. They felt very secure in their fortified cities, but one would spread his wings over Moab. This is most likely a reference to King Nebuchadnezzar Of Babylon and the hearts of the mighty men would fail them they would become like women who are having labor pains at that time and Moab would be destroyed as a people they would no longer be able to be identified as a people after the final judgment that would come from the Babylonians and later the Arabians because he exalted himself against the Lord Now, pride is common to man and a constant enemy that we all face. No one is immune to that disease of the heart. It is most easily recognized by a lack of prayer. When we stop depending on God and start depending upon ourselves or our own resources or on other people, we can be sure that pride is involved. Verse 43, fear and the pit and the snare shall be upon you, O inhabitants of Moab, says the Lord. He who flees from the fear shall fall into the pit, and he who gets out of the pit shall be caught in the snare, for upon Moab, upon it, I will bring the year of their punishment, says the Lord. No one would be able to escape the judgment that was coming upon them. First, they would be afraid as they saw their enemies approaching. Those who ran from fear would fall into the pit, and those who managed to climb out of the pit would be caught in the snare. Man thinks that by his ingenuity and self-effort that he can escape God's judgment, but there is no escape from the day of his reckoning. Our only hope is to cling to the righteousness that we receive as a gift from God through faith in Jesus Christ. Is he your complete righteousness? Or are you deceived into thinking that you can depend upon your own righteousness? That is the ultimate form of pride. Those who fled stood under the shadow of Heshbon because of exhaustion, but a fire shall come out of Heshbon, a flame from the midst of Sihon and shall devour the brow of Moab the crown of the head of the sons of Tumult and so this fire that would devour them now this seems to be at least a partial fulfillment of the prophecy spoken by Balaam in numbers 24:17 where he said I see him but not now I behold him but not near a star shall come out of Jacob, a scepter shall rise out of Israel and batter the brow of Moab and destroy all the sons of Tumult. So Jeremiah using here the same imagery uh, about Moab. Woe to you, O Moab, the people of Chemosh, perish, for your sons have been taken captive and your daughters captive. Chemosh was the Moabite deity whose worship involved child sacrifice. Now, when children are sacrificed to the indulgences of their parents, then you know Satan is at work. Jesus, on the other hand, is the way, the truth, and the life. And he said that the way that we treat children is the way we are treating him. Yet I will bring back the captives of Moab in the latter days, says the Lord. Thus far is the judgment of Moab. Now, this is the most surprising thing to me is that Even though Moab is no longer identified as a people, God will gather them from wherever they are scattered. God knows who they are, where they are, where those descendants may be, and he will unite them as a people during the millennial reign of Christ. Human pride does carry a high price tag. The Moabites learned this the hard way. Christ's disciples asked him, Who was the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? You could tell that it was on their hearts quite a bit. And he said that whoever humbles himself as a child is the greatest. May God help us to have such a childlike faith and dependency upon him that leads us to pray without ceasing. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your word that shows us the way that we should go. I pray that we would humble ourselves like children coming before you and laying our burdens out before you, trusting you to answer our prayers and to show us the way that we should go. Father, forgive us when we try to do it our own way without looking to you, without spending time with you in communion and prayer. I pray for my friends today that are hearing this, that you would bless them and strengthen them and draw them near to yourself in Jesus' name, amen.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at office at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where Jeremiah prophesies against Ammon and Edom, Ammon will be driven out but will return. Edom, because of her pride, will become small among the nations. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible.